Well, good day. Uh, we're actually going to start a series on Kamala Shila's uh, stages of meditation, which is uh, the basis for the book The Mind Illuminated, something I mentioned in the last podcast that certainly not a perfect manual because it's based on an actual work, but it doesn't give the complete uh, teachings because it's very obviously stuck in the breathing, the very initial stages, which is very beneficial for most people. But um, since you can jump around a little bit in the stages, as it were, right? So you can uh, suppress the self uh, before you've completely suppressed the body and vice versa. Um, it's important to understand. And uh, as I'm looking, preparing here Kamala Sheila's book, I came across another dichotomy uh, and even some just silliness. And what I'm talking about here is this argument between the the southern, the the northern and southern schools is sometimes how it's called, but more specifically, um, sudden enlightenment versus gradual. Now, this has been decided. It was uh, it was argued. Um, and Kamala Sheila um, solved this. The reason why it's relevant is there is a, a small sect, but it's a larger, as far as uh, social media Buddhist uh, segment, that believes in this southern and sudden enlightenment, meaning you can sit, not study anything, not think of anything specific. No, in fact, you're supposed to sit and not think of anything and you'll just become enlightened, right? No need to learn or study or practice anything except just sitting. So there's this schism even within that because, uh, for example, Zogchen has some people who believe that that is just the sitting, whereas the majority understand that this is just synthesizing the teachings. You don't have to uh, over-intellectualize, nor should you, the teachings. But you need to understand things like the morality um, of emptiness. You don't need to study morality itself if you believe in a mind-only school that the majority of these uh, sects do. You don't have to believe that morality, Shila, is the most important thing. But emptiness itself, right? I mean, if you look at morality, let's pick one. Um, not take from others or not take what's not given. I mean, that's equanimity. And we're going to get into this when we start reading Kamala Shila's guide. So it's odd that there's this weird popularity of what has been denounced and even uh, proven to be a misrepresentation or even just all-out silliness. But most importantly, it's made an entire segment. The Mahamudra, the Zagchen have kind of a bad name, the Madhyamaka. It isn't just sitting. I mean, even Bodhidharma himself came back and, and chastised them for this just sitting, rites and rituals and ceremony. So I don't know where that comes from, but let's just end this debate. Again, it's the Chetuskoti, 
It's not this. It's not that. It's both, right? It's not a gradual because when you achieve that awareness, that enlightening, it's, it is sudden. But it's not sudden because you've got to work up to it. You can't just be an absolute jerk for 20 years, sit down, no teaching, no understanding, no insight, no calmness, and achieve enlightenment. That doesn't happen. So they're both right and they're both wrong. The idea that gradual and sudden are both the path, but it's neither and it's both, that, that's the true teaching here. Right? You don't have to fixate on the morality, but you can't ignore the fundamental teachings. And it boils down to nothing is permanent. There's your emptiness, your dependent origination. It's not about you. It's empty. It's equanimity. The basis of loving kindness is equanimity. Compassion is given and received in equal portions, meaning equanimity. And suffering flows from this weird attachment to self or this improperly placed compassion, mine, yours, theirs. So this weird misunderstanding and schism is not what it should be. The teachings are simple. I don't understand why it's so often misunderstood, right? It's simply uh, carrying these truths, that to be selfless in all things. That doesn't mean you forget about yourself. You understand there is no self beyond a universal shared self, right? So if you remember that, that... You are no different than others. You're just operating on your own portion of the self that we all get allotted. Don't attach to it too much. Also, don't be averse to this idea that the self is also a tool for liberation. It's a, a teaching moment, as we say in the West. So I just wanted to make this quick little segment, an introduction to Kamala Sheila's stages of the path, but also to clear up this often misunderstood um, reality. Right? Even Madhyamaka and Yogacara, these are all minor differences that an average practitioner doesn't even have to get involved in. All of the teachings are the same, that when you're sitting or standing, or walking, or none of those, meaning doing everything, you must be mindful, sati, sati sampajana. So you must be consciously aware to remember these teachings, that nothing lasts, good or bad. You are not the center of the universe, and your dissatisfaction with outcomes, same as the cause and effect of outcomes, have to do with the intention of the action that precedes them, cause and effect, karma. If you treat your choices as a ripple in an ocean, right? 
whatever you choose to do will influence everyone and everything when you see that you are not in control of the universe, but you are the charioteer of your own, um, well, boat in this ocean. Right? So you don't, it's actually, it's a commonly uh, used metaphor. The idea is you must make use of a tool. So in this case, a boat or a raft to get you to the other side of the river. Right? So, of course, you're going to need tools. You're going to need aids. You're going to need to lean on things. But the idea is don't be so ignorant that you can do everything yourself, that you may need some help. You may need to give yourself some uh, understanding. But most importantly, you may need to make use of skillful means. Upaya. Right? And in this case... The skillful means to get across a flat, fast-flowing river. Say, for example, you want to worry about drowning. It's not as simple as walking across this river. You need to make use of a boat. So once you cross that river, is a boat still a useful item as you make your, your way across land? Right? As the metaphor goes, the gentleman who created a very lovely raft, was so proud of his raft when he got to the other side, he considered whether he should take it with him, in case he might need it again. I think that convolutes the story. The idea is the same in the Heart Sutra, right? The Parasamgate, when you're gone permanently to the other shore, you no longer need use of the Dharma the teachings, right? Because you have understood them, implemented them. Of course you don't need to, uh, you know, spend uh, a lot of time in study. But that's a learning process. So anyways, that's what I wanted to get to. Uh, if you really boil down to, like I said before, the practice itself is as simple as you follow the breath because it's very impermanent uh, and it's right at hand uh, and it reminds you that, uh, you know, you're supposed to be paying attention, but not just of the breath, but that, you know, these other issues we've talked about, you're not the center of the universe and, you know, making uh, choices based on uh, outcome, cause and effect, how it can be transformative. Think of thinking of oneself um, kind of the way we uh, talk about in the environmental movement now, that you're part of a system. That itself is transformative. Right? I mean, I just took a course this morning on um, uh, Shaivism, uh, Shakti, uh, this idea that we are equal to Shiva and Shakti and all of these gods are just... Kind of the way um, Nietzsche said that uh, we are the only thing that's in the way of us being uh, supreme beings, an ubermensch, that we can be the ultimate example of what we'd love to be. These, um, these deities that we tend to worship, 
are actually just images of what we ourselves know we can achieve if we were to get out of our own way. So here we go again. That You can see that you don't need to argue about gradual or sudden enlightenment. And what you should be doing is implementing that focus, that awareness, the right effort, and understanding and intention. And uh, the rest of that would work itself out. Just a little intro.